You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When the red light goes, uh, take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti, giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station as we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in to the latest edition of the Off Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined by the head honcho, Mike Conti. And Mike, it was a very, very busy weekend, not just in the A, but all over the United States with a busy, busy sports weekend, NFC, AFC Championship game. Hawks getting ready for their West Coast swing. And uh, Atlanta United even had their first broadcast. And then where we need to begin. And we're going to begin by taking it back. We're going to start by taking it back. Let's go Friday around, I'm going to say 6.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Dukes and Bell, we're on the air wrapping up a Friday show. Fun show from Buckhead Butcher Shop. Everything's going well. We're actually in the middle of making our picks. We had moved it back. We usually do our NFL picks at 420, but uh, we had a guest, so we moved it back to 620. And uh, this is how it plays out on the air. So Squid, Bo Morgan, is in the middle of making his picks. And then Mike, he literally stops talking. And I'm sure Carl and Mike were sort of looking at each other. I was back at the studio, so I couldn't see what was going on. But we were all kind of like, are you okay, Bo? And he's like, uh, well, we have some breaking news. So I pot down the NFL bed music, radio term, basically just meaning I shut it off. And he announces to the great uh, state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta and our entire listening audience that the Falcons found their new defensive coordinator. Now, Mike, this is especially interesting because of the timing. Usually you don't get these types of announcements at 6.30 p.m. on a Friday. Usually, only bad news. Yeah. You only really get bad news. At right. That they call it a Friday news dump in the industry when a team or a player will sort of float news out there at the end of the week when people don't have really a chance to respond. So, Mike, what, first of all, what did you make of the move? And second of all, what did you make of the timing of it? It was a little interesting. What did I make of the move? Uh, I had to go on Wikipedia and figure out who <laughs> Ryan Nielsen was. Me too. Uh, I, 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 a little bit embarrassed to say I, I didn't know much about him prior to Friday night. Um, 
you know, some of the names that we had heard kind of linked to the job, like Vic Fangio and Steve Wilkes, you know who those guys are, obviously. Sure. Ryan Nielsen kind of came out of left field. Uh, you know, as far as the timing is concerned, I, I mean, I think the Falcons probably would have preferred that the timing be a little bit different. But my guess is, Chris, that I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing that Nielsen may have been courted by someone else. And the Falcons may have felt like, okay, if this is our guy, we need to accelerate things. We need to get this done. Because otherwise, I'm with you. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to announce good news on a Friday night at 6.30. Usually, the Falcons very carefully choreograph. Like when they announced the Arthur Smith and Terry Fondo hirings, I, I feel like those happened like 10 or 11 in the afternoon on a weekday. You know, where they can capitalize on having control of the news cycle. The other thing, too, is everything um, okay over there? Yeah, this is uh, the perks of living in Midtown, Mike. It's 24-7. There's between dogs barking. Real quick aside before we get back to this while we're enjoying the lovely sirens behind us. Um, I appreciate the hustle from this gentleman, but I do live very close to a prominent theater in the city of Atlanta, being the Fox mm -hmm. Theater. And there's a gentleman that during the winter and the fall, during every before and after every single show, plays a trumpet as loud yeah. as he possibly can yep. and gets and tries to get some tips. And Mike, it sounds like he's playing it from right outside of my window. He is and at Hawks games too. Uh, when I walk out of Hawks games, he's usually right very near where I park, or at least he sounds like he's very near where I park. Like, I think he's got a, a he louder like a, some kind of amplifier on that trumpet. I know exactly who you're talking about. He plays a lot of modern songs, uh, you know, a lot of hip hop, a lot of, uh, you know, pop music, a lot of rock music. So I know exactly who you're talking about. That can be a little bit troublesome if you're trying to get to sleep. But then again, the city lifestyle is the city lifestyle. Like it, in some ways, I kind of envy you. I, I wish I, I had that, that city lifestyle that you have where I could just walk to work. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm, anyhow, dueling, I'm dueling between the sounds of Bob Rathman trying to call a game and this guy <laughs> playing. That's the background of a bunch of my weeknights. So welcome to Atlanta. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of think that's endearing. But anyhow, so back to the timing of the Falcons thing. Um, you know, the other thing that, that kind of made the timing a little less than ideal, not only, it, it, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't take for granted that the people listening to us or watching us really know what we're talking about with that Friday night news dump. The reason why so many organizations try to release bad news at 6 o'clock on a Friday night is they know that on the weekend, there's typically not going to be the same amount of live talk and analysis programming on TV and radio. Uh, you have, you know, your weekday crews out for the weekend in most cases. Um, you know, TV stations are, are showing play-by-play -play sports or movies. Radio stations are doing something differently. So a lot of times they try to get that news out on a Friday night with the hopes that by the time everyone comes back on Monday morning, it's old news and you don't talk about it as much. Um, not only did the Falcons kind of... Um, fall into that Friday night news cycle trap, but they also did it on conference championship weekend where all the attention in the NFL was going to be cast upon um, 
you know, the NFC and AFC championships. This is the reason, in my opinion, why the Dallas Cowboys fired their offensive coordinator during the Eagles 49ers game on Sunday. Yep. You know, they, they kind of wanted to, to sneak that into the news cycle while everyone was paying attention to something else. Oh, look over there. Look over there. The Eagles and 49ers are playing. By the way, we're, we're going to fire Kellen Moore. So I, I have to think, Chris, there, there had to have been a reason why the Falcons did it this way, how it timed out this way. Um, and maybe, and frankly, I think this could be a good thing, maybe Ryan Nielsen was really in demand and there was another team knocking on his door and Nielsen needed some assurances uh, before he would take another interview. So uh, the challenge today for the crew at 92.9 outside of Dukes and Bell and John Chuckery is mixing the balance between talking about the NFC and AFC championship games and big news for the local team. So as a brand manager, what are your expectations for the coverage? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I, I mean, I, I, again, I, I think what's top of mind, at least this morning as we record this, is the conference championship games, and, and now we know what the Super Bowl matchup is. And I would hope our shows would dedicate most of their time today on that and also look forward to what's coming up over the next couple nights, which is, you know, a Hawks West Coast trip. I mean, I, Chris, we've talked about this. I never want to tell our shows what they need to talk about. I want to be very hands-off. I want our shows to talk about what they want to talk about. Um, I want our shows to entertain their listeners in a way that they feel will be most entertaining. Um, half the radio station was at a wedding in Charlotte over the weekend. Yeah. I want to hear them talk about that on the air. Um, you know, I thought Abe Gordon made a really good point today about there are some etiquette issues that come up during weddings. How much can you drink at, you know, if you're going to have a service at 1 30 in the afternoon and the reception goes all the way to 10 p.m how do you pace yourself what's the etiquette uh when it comes to talking to women uh if you're single at a wedding it, like i actually kind of like hearing some of that stuff i'm not saying that the ryan nielsen story is old news i think john and hugh did a good job of of just getting their general thoughts out about it but until we actually hear from ryan nielsen and i haven't seen anything about a press conference being scheduled to me, I think that story is on the back burner today. If I were putting a show together, uh, you know, I'm starting with the AFC and NFC championship, particularly the AFC championship, particularly some of the controversies that arose from the AFC championship and NFC championship, because that affects the Falcons and anyone who likes the NFL, regardless if you're a Chiefs or an Eagles fan. The officiating was awful yesterday. I think we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Um, so... I'm never going to tell our shows what to do. I want them to to feel like they have the freedom to cover the topics that they want to cover. But if I were putting a show together today, Ryan Nielsen would be in the headlines, but I don't think we'd be spending a lot of time on it today. It's so funny you mentioned the note about Abe Gordon and his trip. That's why I love sports radio, because you you can go anywhere for an opinion on sports. 
but you stay and you come back because you fall in love with the personalities on the show exactly. and then mixing in their life and their stories in between. Like everyone tunes in for Mike and Carl to talk about guy talk and their weekends and, you know, Mike's fast food of the day and things like that. So I totally agree that Abe uh, mentioning his shenanigans. And I believe Andy Bunker said on the air, he had a specific mission for Abe. I'm uh, curious to see when Andy comes back on Tuesday, what he divulges about his success or failure. I, I think we can <laughs> guess. Abe. I think we can guess what the mission was. <laughs> probably guess on the success rate and uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Probably. Uh, oh boy. Uh, you did segue us also into our second topic very nicely as well, and that is we are just days away from the dead zone in the NFL where <laughs> it becomes uh, more about press conferences and media week and storylines, and it becomes uh, less about the product on the field because we have this two-week gap that I'll never understand that is purely uh, for the media and not for the players. I guess it helps the likes of – Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, the respective quarterbacks who are nursing some lingering injuries. But let's get the game over. Let's get it on, baby. I'm ready to go. So we have a little bit of a period here where there's not necessarily something that's headline grabbing maybe every single day. So what do you what do you like to see as a brand well, manager? Yeah, go ahead. What do I keep telling you? The news cycle is undefeated. It the is news cycle is always going to come up with crazy surprises. You know, we, we right. can assume – that we're going into a dead zone, but we don't know that. Um, I mean, there could be, there could be a very crazy coach hiring and or firing. I mean, we are really getting into that season now. Yep. We're getting, we're getting into coach hiring season. Uh, there could be a major trickle down effect into college football, depending on how that goes. Like, let's say Jim Harbaugh takes a job somewhere oh, that yeah. then becomes a very, very significant college football story. Um, you know, Tom Munkin over at UGA interviewing with at reportedly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that could become a college football story. So I, I always cringe when I hear dead zone because you could look at the calendar. You could say, yeah, I mean, there's a chance that things may slow down a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, I think the one thing the NFL has done a masterful job of is they've identified events that they can have every month of the year. The NFL is always present. Um, you know, I might be kind of a, a, a draft geek for getting excited about this, but this is Senior Bowl week. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's always a story or two that comes out of Senior Bowl week. And quite frankly, I think there might be a Falcon story or two that comes out of Senior Bowl week. You know, quite frankly, Chris, you know, we're, we're wondering about the, the timing of Ryan Nielsen. Maybe the Falcons felt like that hire needed to be made so Nielsen could be in Mobile this week. Yeah. Scouting. I mean, that that's very – you know Terry Fano will be down there. You know the scouts will be down there. Um, so, you know, yes, there's always this effort on our part as a radio station to keep our content fresh and lively and not dwell on little things. Um but I don't think it's going to be as barren as what well, certainly as it was in March of 2020 when everything shut down. Right. Um, you, you've got senior bowl coach hirings. Uh, you got this little thing going on with Stetson Bennett, which you know, again, I don't think is much of a story. I don't want to dwell much on that because 
we all do dumb stuff when we're that age. Um, I, I thought even to an extent the coverage may have been a little bit overboard yesterday, but there is the discussion as to you know how that impacts his draft stock, if at all. I think we'll probably be talking about that a little bit. But then on top of it, you've got some big NBA stuff going on. You've got some really significant college basketball things going on. We don't talk about college basketball a ton on the radio station, but there are some significant stories developing there. Uh, spring training. Braves are two weeks from, looking at my calendar here, excuse me, two weeks from Wednesday, the pitchers and catchers report. Two weeks wow. from Wednesday. So, again, the dead zone going to be very, very tiny here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But what I would like to see our personalities do more is um, show off more of their personalities over the next two weeks because there's more room to do so now. Uh, you know, you said it. it, it this is where I really look forward to guy talk. This is where I really look forward to hearing about who acted a fool at Will Palachik's wedding, which, by the way, I'm still trying to figure out even off the air. Uh, <laughs> someone had to, right? Um, you know, this is the time of year where I want to figure out, you know, how cold is too cold to not play golf? <laughs> you know, how cold is too cold to not get out on, on the grill? I mean, to me, it's 55 degrees and cloudy out there this morning. Let's go play golf. You know, so these are the things that I think we're, we're we might talk about a little bit more, but the mission is still the same. We're trying to entertain and inform our listeners and give our listeners an opportunity to express themselves. That doesn't change just because the Super Bowl is 13 days away. You know, maybe that's why they hired you as the new brand manager, because look how many ideas you just rat a tat tat it off your head. I can that. tell you that has nothing to do why, with why I'm in this chair. <laughs> we can have an off-air discussion as to why I'm most likely in this chair. We're not going to talk about it on this podcast. Oh, there's so many layers to that that I wish. See, for me, that's a thousand times funnier than it's going to be to our average <laughs> listener. To me, that's a gold. That's gold, Jerry, right there. That's gold. Well, let's uh, just put it this way. You can have hamburger or you can have filet mignon, but the hamburger is going to get you just as full as the filet mignon. That, that's, that's true. probably why I'm in this. What's, what's heavier, 50 pounds of feathers or 50 pounds of bricks? Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we will go to the NBA where, Mike, I I don't know what to make of this one because LeBron James (laughs) has been playing basketball in the NBA for 20 years. He's seen it all, been there, done that, four titles. He's about to become the all-time scoring leader in just a matter of probably days at this point. I mean, what what else can you say? The, The accolades speak for himself. But he did something over the weekend that I find simply inexplicable. And to set it up, it was a great game between the Celtics and the Lakers. It was tied 105-105 with like three seconds left on the clock. LeBron goes in for the game-winning layup. Jason Tatum goes up to contest. And did he or did he not catch some wrists is the question that would have sent LeBron to the line for a game-winning free throw. And – this was Darvin Ham's reaction after LeBron quite literally threw a temper tantrum on yeah. the court, slapping the court, going down on his knees, pleading with the refs, screaming and yelling up and down the court. And then his coach responded like this. I don't know. Got the, you know, the best player on earth can't get a call. 
was amazing. I mean, you have to call a cat a cat. You know, you can't look at something and, and, and try to pretend it's not what it is. Uh, and he's a guy uh, that has tried to play the right way, doesn't flop, um, plays downhill, plays a strong physical brand of basketball. Yeah, doesn't just, flop, I, huh? Yeah, yeah, I saw your eyes light up there okay. for our listening right. audience. Um, right. Le- LeBron has been known to, uh, much like his predecessors, enjoy the drama in the on-court theatrics. So what do you make of this whole situation? Well, first of all, it, like LeBron absolutely was fouled. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> I thought the whole Patrick Beverly thing with the camera was actually really funny. Uh, I mean, he absolutely was fouled. There's no doubt about it. The official, uh, Eric Lewis, he admitted to it after the game. They missed it. Referees are humans. They're going to miss calls. We saw that all over the place in the NFL yesterday. Uh, the officiating in the conference championship games, both of them, were uh, was horrendous. Although I do think the uh, the call at the end, the the uh, late hit out of bounds on Mahomes, like you've got to yeah, call that. But let's put yeah. that aside. Yeah, Darvin Ham, who is, by the way, great guy, former Hawks assistant, loved him when he was here in Atlanta. Really, really nice guy. Glad he's getting a chance to be a head coach and with the Lakers. Uh, to insinuate that he's the best player in the world and he can't get a call, Darvin, come on. <laughs> come back. LeBron James. You could probably point to five or six calls a night that he gets that even Trey Young does not get. So let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. I know we're emotional because that was a very, very tough call, and it cost the Los Angeles Lakers the game, and the Lakers are kind of like the Hawks right now. Like, they're scuffling. They're trying to stay in that playoff mix, so every game is really, really precious, really, really important to them. This notion, though, that – uh you know, let's have a pity party for LeBron because he never gets a call, I, I think, is a, a bridge too far, at least for me. Now, you know, relative to that play, I thought Jeff Van Gundy had a really, really good comment on the TV broadcast, Chris. He said, what's the point of having replay in the NBA if they can't go back and fix such an obvious error? Sure. And that's absolutely true. Now, but the way the rules are written, you've got two problems. You can't challenge a no-call. So there, there would have been no way for Darvin Ham to challenge. The other problem, too, is you only get one challenge per game, and if you win the challenge, you don't keep it. Now, I get that. You And look, I'm someone who calls 82 NBA games a year and then comes back and works a day job the next day. Anything that can speed up the pace of play in the NBA – is something I fully, fully support. It's an investment of time for fans. It's an investment of time for, uh, you know, people who have to work these games every night. So the faster we can make it go, the better. I think the season's too long. We've talked about that. Um, So I support anything that'll keep the game moving. But if you're going to have replay, I don't think you should punish a coach for winning a challenge. You, You know, You've conceded with upholding the challenge that you got the call wrong. Why are you going to punish the coach by not giving him another challenge? That, to me, does not make sense. Uh, So I thought what Van Gundy said was was correct. The replay, the fundamentals of why we have replay in the NBA are one thing, but the way we're applying it isn't matching right now. And um, I think that's something the league's going to have to look at. Uh, they're not going to this year, but in the off season, 
they've got to look at that and fix it. So LeBron, uh, temper tantrum gets a pass because damn it, the call should have been right. That was a heck of a tantrum, <laughs> I think. I mean, he looked like Boogie Cousins. Yeah, you he know, was, like I've, I've never really seen. We see him dispute things he disagrees with, but I've never like seen that. him like you know Duke style slapping the floor, you know, in just utter shock and horror and disbelief over what just happened. But you know, I guess I'm good with it. Because it shows how much he cares, shows how competitive he gets. Like, I guess I'm good with it. It, it did come off as being, a, I guess, a little bit immature, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'd rather I'd rather see some emotion. I'd rather see him caring than just, you know, brush it off and, and get to the next play. So, Hashtag walking. Yeah. But, man, it was, <laughs> it was bizarre. That whole sequence was absolutely bizarre. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's kind of like the Hawks the other night against, uh, who was it? Charlotte. I mean, there was a bad call at the end of the game that cost the Hawks the game. Yep. The league put it in the last two minutes report, but it didn't reverse the outcome. And un- unfortunately that's, that's what the Lakers are dealing with. Like, yeah, the league admitted it was the wrong call. We screwed up, but it's not going to change the outcome. No. And it's also not going to, uh, take any salary cap relief away from Anthony Davis's contract. No. <laughs> which, uh, one, one quick thing before we get out of here, you mentioned the Hawks West coast trip. So anatomy of a broadcaster here, you have games that are now going to start around 10 PM Eastern every yeah. night this week. So you got to manage that. You got to manage your brand uh, manager duties. So what are, what are we looking at here, Mike, in terms of sleep and rest yeah, and doing everything? It, it, these weeks are really, really tough. And my wife's funny. She's like, well, just work from home or go into work late. Like, I can't do that as brand manager. I've got to be here. So the the one fortunate thing about road games, Chris, is I can do road games from home. Mm-hmm. I have a, I mean, you've, you've dog sat for me. So, you know, I have a little home office upstairs. Um, you know, I, I will uh, shoebox size modem uh, that's called a Comrex. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically a modem where I can hit connect and I can talk over the air on the radio station if someone brings me up back here at the studio and it sounds like I'm in the studio. Or uh, in the case of a Hawks game, it sounds like I'm sitting next to Steve. It's perfect, you know, audio quality. So being able to do those games at home rather than having to go all the way out. I live in Doraville to go all the way out to Doraville and then have to come all the way back in. That really, really helps me maintain my normal schedule here at the office because what I can do, I can work nine to five here. I'll probably be closer to maybe nine to four. Chris, don't be offended. You're you're always here until <laughs> seven. Uh, but I can work nine to, to maybe like four, four thirty here. I can drive home. I can take a nap, and then um, I can get up, have dinner, do the game, and then go to sleep. There is no way. Unfortunately, the way uh, I am right now, just with doing three different jobs at once because I have Atlanta United going on now too, uh, you know, not being in really the best physical shape at the moment, there is no way I would be able to do a 10 o'clock game and stay awake through all of it if I did not get that nap. Yeah. So the napping becomes really, really critical this week. The good news is, it's really only two nights this week. It's Monday and Wednesday. You know, Friday they play at 9, and that's okay. It's, it, it's a Friday night. They play Saturday at 9. Again, that's okay. I don't have to come back to work the next morning. 
So I've really got to get through these Portland and Phoenix games. I mean, shoot. I, Chris, before you came to work here, I was doing Hawks at night and then coming back and working morning drive. Oh. And that I that literally almost killed me. And I Ooh. think I, I had to do that for like three or four years. And it Ooh. literally almost killed me. Like, I remember there was a TNT game the Hawks played when they were – pretty good in the Budenholzer era. They played a TNT game up at Portland. We didn't get off the air until almost 2 in the morning, and then I was back on here at 6.20 in the morning. That freaking killed me. Uh, so I'm glad those days are behind me. There are things I can do to make it a little bit easier. But, um, you know, I'm still, as you said, I'm still needing to be here right now because we're working on a lot of really important things for the radio station, and I can't I can't abandon my post, but this is what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when they offered me the job, I was very, very adamant. I wanted to continue to do Hawks and Atlanta United because I really love doing those two things. So like, just like with LeBron, no pity party for him. Don't have a pity party for me. This is what I signed up for. I love doing it. It's just, uh, you know, managing a little bit of sleep for the next couple nights, but it should be okay. That's why he's the head honcho, the tone setter, Mike Conti. And with that, a perfect segue to wrap up the latest edition of the Off Air Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at MikeConti929. And I am at C Thomas Radio. Maybe more probing questions for Mike into his sleep schedule, personal <laughs> life in the next episode. You must stay tuned.